Hey everybody, welcome to the After Amen podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Tanya, and we are excited to have you here for another episode. So we're just going to jump right in. We hope you enjoy. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the After Amen podcast. We are so excited. Um, We have kind of been on a little bit of a hiatus because... Um, the last three episodes were covered in one setting when we sat down with with our kids and talked about the experience they had at Forward back in June. Um, Forward Conference, if you haven't listened to those episodes, highly suggest you go back and listen to um, the last three episodes. And, and just so everybody knows, um, it was my goof up. Uh, (laughs) um, my son has been teaching me to edit the podcast. And so I edited the podcast and I goofed up, of course, and put the intro for part three on part two (laughs) and vice versa. So, yeah. So y'all give me some grace. I'm still learning. I actually love doing it. Um, it's not really a hard process. It's kind of fun to learn all that stuff, but, um, I'm new at it. So just give me some grace. He's been extra busy. He's been working and it was kind of a good thing that, that we had three weeks worth. Cause, uh, yeah. during those times we were very, very busy yeah. with VBS and lots of other things. So yeah, we've had some, uh, a chaotic summer a little bit in a yeah. good way. Um, we've had, you know, the kids went to forward and came back and then, um, we had vacation Bible school, which if you don't know, Josh and I are, are, um, leaders of the kids ministry at our church. So, um, and VBS is always a big experience, but we like to go a little above and beyond (laughs) sometimes, which is great. It's fun. Um, but we're kind of exhausted afterwards. And then we had, Mallory and Eli's bridal shower um, for their upcoming wedding, which, um, if you don't know, that's our oldest son, and he is getting married uh, to Mallory in October, and it's sneaking up on us really, really fast. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's been kind of a a wild few weeks, so it was a blessing that we had three weeks' worth of episodes, and and to be honest, when we sat down that night, I don't think we had any idea that it was going to last that long. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And, and and the kids, they're they're still going to be busy this weekend, this uh, following weekend. They're uh, they're going to the Remnant Youth Retreat. Yeah. In uh, Tennessee, sponsored by Wrestling for the Faith. Yeah, big plug out there for them. So if you yeah. haven't checked out that podcast, for sure go check it out because. I promise you, you will be blessed. And then our men, I hate it, but you're going to have to miss out on it because of work. But our men at our church are going to the um, Ironman conference in Birmingham, Alabama at uh, Pastor Larry Ragland's church. Again, another podcast you need to check out if you haven't done so. The big picture. He's also got uh, Solid Rock um, Church, which is the church he pastors their podcast. And he's got a leadership podcast as well. So some good uh, content there, but they're having their men's conference. And unfortunately, uh, none of my crew is going to get to go, but, um, 
but if you are in the Birmingham area or near the Birmingham area and can get there, it's this Friday night um, and Saturday. Yeah. I think they start that morning, so I'm sure you can um, uh, find that online. Just look for Solid Rock Church, and um, I think the actual address is Pinson, Alabama. It's right outside Birmingham, so stuff you, you know, if you can take part in it, definitely encourage sure. you to do so. Um, so yeah, we've just kind of had a busy few weeks, yeah. good busy, but just a busy few weeks. We've, um, and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. I've got, <laughs> you know, I've got some things coming up with Wellworthy Ministries that I'm a part of and, um, good things, great things happening at our church. We've got, um, some events coming up, um, we have in September, we have our Life Connection Conference, um, and I know that's going to be great. I believe that's a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, yeah. um, and September 25th through the 27th, I think. Um, so, again, just all good things, uh, just keeping us busy, um, but we are excited, um, and speaking of VBS and what we... Um, have just come through and all the fun we had, it kind of spurred this um, this actual episode of the podcast. Yep. So um, we did, uh, for our VBS, we always do a theme every year, of course, and um, we don't usually typically go with the, um, I know Lifeway puts out great themes, uh, but we, we've always taken this on as our one big project a year that we really kind of get creative when we have creative team meetings and we come up with topics and theme ideas. And this year was, um, it was called Boot Camp Bible Style. And if you haven't checked out, uh, the message from that Sunday, Way of Life podcast, it's, um... Uh, on Spotify and anywhere else that you get your podcast, um, Way of Life Grenada. It is the um, episode that's actually titled Boot Camp Bible Style. And um, we talked about the whole weekend, the armor of God. And that's kind of where um, this episode kind of stemmed from was because, um, you know, our normal process for VBS is that we have a few nights during the week and then a big day on the weekend, and then we kind of take over the whole service on Sunday, and typically pastor still shares, but this year I just kind of felt the Lord leading me to share and allow some of our other leaders to step up in lessons throughout the week and the rest of the um, VBS experience, so, but, um, when I was preparing for the message for Sunday, um, it was one of those things where I just got in the word and started studying it and things started flowing and I called the guys in there and I was like, how am I going to condense this? Cause we had all these other things planned like skits and, and, um, songs and all these other things that we had planned and I had to condense this to like 20 or 30 minutes and I had page after page after page of notes. Yeah, she had about 20 pages of notes. 
It wasn't 20. It really wasn't 20. It was it. it was not close to 20. Let's you're exaggerating. But it was a lot of notes and I had to rein that in because the goal was to talk about every piece of armor. Well, I had like four pages of notes before I ever even got to the first piece of armor. So And that other sultry voice that you hear over there is is our tech guy, Connor. He's <laughs> sultry voice. He's joining us for this episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hello everyone. <laughs> and he's very, very tired. He's running on about two hours of sleep. He um uh Spent the night at his brother's house and got up and helped take him to the airport at 3 a.m. this morning. And um, just to have his flight canceled, and they ended up having to drive to Wisconsin. So, <laughs> so, um, so he, uh, he came back home after they dropped Eli at the airport. So he's running on a couple hours of sleep, but he has, he was pretty excited to join us on this episode just because of the content, if nothing else, because yeah. um, it's just good stuff. You know, it's 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 stuff that needs to be covered. It's things I don't think we talk about very often. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're excited. Um, disclaimer, we are recording in our bedroom at our house, and if you don't know us, just an FYI, we have five dogs. Too many. Dogs. Too many dogs, <laughs> but we do. We have five dogs, and um, they may or may not bark. So if you hear crazy barking noises or whining noises, we have a husky mix that likes to actually talk. Yeah, yeah. So um, if we may get... have him on the podcast one day. <laughs> but if he gets to cutting up, we apologize for the background noise. But well, let's jump right in. Um, let's. Um, read the scripture first. I want to. We're going to start in Ephesians six, and and we're going to be in verses ten through twenty. And I'm going to read um the whole thing. Um, but then I'm I I think we I want to touch base in a in in maybe a version or two that's different. I my study Bible is in the uh, New King James version, but I think I want to read it in another version specifically the esv in a couple of verses um but i'm going to read it all the way through and then um we'll kind of just start off at the very beginning and we'll i've got some supplemental scripture as well but um bear with us we are firm believers in the word of god and the tangible word of God. So one thing when we started this podcast was we were determined it would be rooted in the word of God. So if you hear Bible pages flipping and it takes us a little while to get there and there's some silence, just give us some grace and bear with us. Um, I promise you won't regret it. So um, Ephesians 6 verse 10. And again, we're going to verse 20. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 
Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Um, so, if you didn't get the message from that part of the scripture, let me be the first to tell you that we are in a very real spiritual battle. Yeah, for sure. Um, we have to be alert. We have to be watching in prayer. We need to be praying in the spirit. We need to be praying for all believers. And we need to be steadfast. And again, I'm going to say we have to watch. Um, verse 12. Let me just go back and read that. Um, Verse 12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We are not in a battle against each other, even though the enemy would really like us to think so. Yeah. Y'all just jump in, you know, wherever you have something. I don't, I don't want to soar past something that if you've, if you've got to share. Um, but Second Corinthians 10 verses 3 and 4, and I want to read that um, before we go any further. So Second Corinthians 10, 3 and 4 says this, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. In these scriptures, God has given us a full set of equipment. He has sent us into battle with everything we need to fight. Um, and as a Christ follower... We draw every bit of our strength from God and from his power. Mm -hmm. um, one thing as I've been studying about the armor of God, and if you haven't read it yet, I would highly suggest you check out Priscilla Schreier's uh, Armor of God um, book and study guide and even her video teachings. Um, I've not finished them, but I have started them, and they are phenomenal. But one thing I've learned in the studying of the armor of God is that the armor is not a passive protection against the enemy. No. It is an offensive 
protection. Um, putting on the armor, the action of putting on the armor is preparation for battle. It's not the actual battle itself, but the action of putting on the armor is preparation for the battle. Mm -hmm. Prayer is the battle. Mm. Soak that in for a minute. <laughs> Prayer is the battle. Prayer is spiritual warfare. Um, and I'll just say it again, in case you didn't hear it the first time. We are in a very, very real spiritual battle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's evident more and more, you know, every yeah. day, every year that passes, it's it's more and more evident. Yeah. I mean, you just you look at the world today and Satan is trying to divide us in every way. He's trying to destroy families. He's trying to destroy children yeah. before they can grow up and become, you know, fighters in, in the army of, of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, he, yeah. he's, he's trying before they ever get there to yeah. destroy him. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's, uh, it's getting worse and worse out there. And, uh, we, we see it every day. Mm -hmm. Well, in Second Timothy, um, I don't remember exactly which chapter right now, but it, it basically gives, um, like a, I, I guess the best way to say it is like it gives a picture of what the end the end time, the end times are gonna look like, and what everybody's gonna be doing and stuff. And when you read it, it literally looks just like today. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if that ain't proof that the devil's trying to attack us in every way possible i don't know what it is yeah right you know the thing is if you choose to ignore the fact that we're in a spiritual battle or refuse to acknowledge it and i said this in the message that i that i did but if you choose to ignore it or refuse to acknowledge it then newsflash you are not winning the battle yeah You've got to acknowledge that right now, if you are a believer, not just right now, but um, throughout history. I mean, the Bible was written thousands of years ago. Yeah. And they were in a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. So, this is not something new. Yeah. And, and when we say spiritual warfare, that's not going out there with knives and guns and and trying no. to take out the people you know that are doing these things but that's that's not the way this like, this war told fought. me to do it no, he yeah yeah that's not the way this war's fault right that's the way military fight you know we have to fight with the word of god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there is some similarities in many many similarities um you know, when you think about military and, and you think about soldiers and we'll we'll learn that throughout this this teaching, um, that there are some similarities to the warfare and and well not really the warfare but so much as the preparation for the warfare. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where all of this come comes from. But before we get to that, the one thing that I didn't get to do, um for the message that I shared, you know, at the conclusion of VBS was 
I didn't get to share the deep part before we get to the armor. And I and that's where I want to kind of take my liberty and my freedom today with this podcast because we don't have a time limit and and if we need to split it up into two episodes we can or you know I just think it's really important that we understand the realities that let's just be honest when you ask Jesus into your heart things don't get easier now that being said you will have a peace that's unexplainable but just because you ask Jesus into your heart that is not or that does not mean that everything's roses and sunshine <laughs> I mean let's be honest yeah. the enemy's gonna attack harder mm-hmm. oh yeah the difference will be that you will know how to defend yourself yeah and how to take action against him and and know that God is right there fighting with you yes he's not just sitting up in heaven like all right handle it right he, he's fighting right. with you leaving you out there to fend for exactly yourself. and you know you were talking about it's not he's not a passive God you know he's an offensive God in Deuteronomy 322 he says you must not fear them for the Lord your God himself fights for you mm. yeah and he does yeah there's a song, and I think Darlene Check sings it. Um, but that it, that's the gist of the song. It says, God is fighting for us. Mm -hmm. He is on our side. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're right. He does. He fights for us. Um, one thing I think that people don't realize is that there are different levels in the kingdom of darkness. Just like in the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah. There's different levels. Angels are not higher than God. They're not even equal to God. God is the utmost and the highest. Um, and, you know, there's angels and there's saints. and But there's different levels in the kingdom of darkness. A, a hierarchy, if you will, yeah. of sorts. Um, Chain of command. Yeah, but but no matter what their level is and and no matter what their rank in Satan's realm, they are all principalities or rulers of darkness. Mm -hmm. Um and collectively they are a spiritual host of wickedness, which is what Paul is referring to in verse what was it verse 12? Um and and they have the same goal that Satan does. And that is to take out the Christ follower. That's their goal. Their goal is to attack and take out the Christ follower. Mm -hmm. What's different about them versus the kingdom of God is that their power is limited. And that's, that's the really good thing and the good news you know, we've kind of come at you with, oh, you're going to be attacked, and oh, you're going to have this, and you're going to have troubles. But 
the good thing is their power is limited. Um, Romans 8, 38, I believe it is. I was thinking about this first minute ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Romans 8, 38 says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in the in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans 8, 38 and 39. And then um, Ephesians, just a couple of chapters or a few chapters over in chapter 1, verses, I think it's 20, 20 and 21, um, says this, Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Uh, and then it goes on to say, when it says church, it says, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Um... And then in Colossians, a few books over, um, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. And then we're also going to go to chapter 4, I believe it is. But it, No, I'm sorry, 2. Chapter 1, verse 16 says... Let me find it. There it is. For by him all things were created... That are in the heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And then Colossians 2 verse 10, um, he says, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. So every single one of those scriptures tell us that anything that's not God himself, their power is limited. Mm -hmm. yep. So that's the good news. You know, you don't have to worry about, well, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm out of luck. I can't fight because, I, you know these principalities of darkness they have great power and you know over me or whatever you have Good. you have great power with one name yeah. right that's all you need right you don't need any anything else exactly mention that one name and all those powers have to flee and another piece of good news according to 1st Corinthians chapter 15 verse 24 it says then comes to or, I'm sorry, then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom of God, the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. So the good news is they have an expiration date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we may never fully understand, uh, but God has a purpose in allowing the kingdom of darkness to continue while they continue. Mm -hmm. um, he has a plan for what's going on. He has a plan for when they will expire. Yeah. And we may not understand it. Well, we, you may say, well, why, you know, 
if he can do it, why doesn't he do it? Well, there's a purpose and a plan for everything. Oh, yeah. Um, I can assure you. And we don't always understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't always understand. In fact, most of the time, I would be willing to venture almost all the time, we don't understand. But it's not for us to understand. Our victory is in what Jesus did. But that does not mean that there's no doing, and I say that with air quotes, doing on our part. Because where we read in Colossians 2.10 about them having limited power, Colossians 2.15 actually tells us that having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it. So we have a, 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 our doing, or as I put in air quotes, is the appropriation and the application of what Jesus did. We can't just sit by and ride on Jesus' coattails. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it works. We have to apply what yeah. Jesus did and I mean, appropriate it. That's why we were given Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, when he left, he gave us his power. He mm-hmm. said, it's for your benefit that I go away. Exactly. Yeah, for our benefit. So yeah. when he left, he gave us his power yep. and intends for us to use it. Mm-hmm. Not just sit back and be a knot on a log. Right. We got to use it, that power. Right. Um, so if we look at Ephesians back in um, chapter 6, if we look at verse 13, it says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God. Part of it? Nope. Oh, the, the whole. Whole armor. Okay. The whole armor. Gotcha. So it says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And then it says, stand, therefore, that's in verse 14. But what I want to focus on for just a minute is that without this spiritual armor that we're about to discuss, without these pieces of armor, Um, And we're going to discuss each one of them in detail. We're going to kind of go over them and really dig into them and, and, and see some really cool and significant things about each one. But without that armor, it is impossible to stand against the attacks of the enemy. Mm -hmm. But again, he's given us a full set of equipment. He's not sending us into battle unprepared. Um... So let's look at this one word that just actually in my Bible, it is bolded um, in verse 13. And that's that word withstand. And and I'm just going to give a disclaimer here. When I was preparing for this, I actually went back and listened to um, Pastor Kevin Wallace. Um, Like a year or so ago, he did a series on the armor of God. And I went back and listened to some of his material. And crazy thing is, some of exactly what he shared in his message is actually part of my study Bible. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna ex, uh, explain some of that. But the word "withstand," the Greek word, 
that is used there is antistamine. And it's spelled sort of like an, an, antistamine, I guess is how you would look at it and say it. But there's, but anti, of course, means against. Histamine means to cause to stand or stand ready or prepared. So stand against, withstand. This is an action verb. It's an action verb that suggests vigorously standing against or opposing, bravely resisting, standing face to face against an adversary, standing your ground. If I'm not mistaken, um, Kevin Wallace said that that's where the the word antihistamine comes it from. It yeah. is. Because I, I probably just skipped ahead in your notes. Uh, no, no, you're good. You're good. We're all we're we're right there together. Yeah, but yes, yeah. yes, it is. And and we all know that an antihistamine's purpose is to block the yeah. histamine. Yeah. But but that is where that word comes from. But it means to to stand against or to yeah. block the enemy um, with the authority given to us by God. And using these spiritual weapons and armor that he that we're about to discuss, he's given us everything we need to stand against the enemy and everything that the evil one throws at us. Mm -hmm. Every single thing. The key is we cannot retreat. Yeah. We cannot cower down and get scared and run away and let him win. We must be in position at all times. We have to be on alert. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you were talking about military and, and obviously this, this whole series, or, or this, or not series, but this whole uh, section of scripture where it gives us the armor is obviously a metaphor for um a roman soldier's armor and we're gonna we're gonna go there in a minute but um there are some staggering similarities between what we are battling spiritually and the way that soldiers battle even today yeah um you don't find soldiers sleeping in the trenches <laughs> And if you do, they're not going to hear the end of it for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's just not typically something that's done. Um, you don't find them not paying attention to what's going on around them. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I immediately think about when, when he says put on the whole armor of God, you don't wait until you're in the fight to no. put on your armor it's a preparation it's process. a preparation process you got to have all that on before you go in there to fight yeah you can't be like tell the enemy hold up wait i gotta i gotta put my breastplate on yeah. i gotta put my helmet on yeah no put armor on once you're in the battle you put armor on before you're in the thank battle. you yeah so yeah. yeah i i mean there's a lot of similarities to today's soldier mm -hmm. you know mm-hmm and and there's a reason that he compared it to that. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, I don't know. When I was studying this, none of this came up in my mind. But just sitting here listening, 
to you talk and and reading over my notes, I'm reminded of um, one of the stories of Gideon in the Bible where he was selecting his army. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, yeah. but where God gives him specific instructions. And one of those instructions he gives them is he says, take them down to the water to drink. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, if they look down at the water and they're not paying attention to their surroundings while they drink, cut them. Yeah. Why did he do that? Because he knew that in a moment of battle, in a moment of attack, a soldier has to be aware of what's going on around them. Yeah. Now, we know that if you know that story, and if you don't, that's another story for another time, but but if you know that story, you know the process was done that way and and weeded out to where Gideon ended up with such a small army that mm-hmm. the odds were stacked against him and in, in a natural realm... There was no way he could win that battle, but he did. Yeah. But the reason that that's so significant is because we have to be in an alert position. Yeah. We have to be on guard. We have to be um, in a defensive or offensive, I guess is the better word to to use, uh, position against the enemy. And, and you have to train before you get into the battle also. Yeah. And this Bible is our, our mm-hmm. training tool. That's good. You know, you don't just, soldiers spend more time training than they do in actual, in actual deployment, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in actual battle. Especially nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, I mean, you know, me being in the military, every, you know, every time we had drill or, or summer camp. We're constantly training, you know, preparing for the battle. Yeah. You know, so, and that, and that's what this word is. If you never open it, you're not going to know how to fight. If you never shoot your weapon and know how to shoot your weapon in in the military, you're not going to know how to shoot it. Yeah. You know, you're going to miss. It's true. Just like the word of God. If you don't open it, you missed it. Yep. You're, man, you're spot on. Um, The other thing I think I would point out before we jump into each piece of armor, I think I would, I would point out that we can't be caught um, slouching. And what I mean by that is, um, if we're not in our word daily, praying daily. Um gathering. And I know I'm I'm cussing for some of y'all out there because <laughs> some of you out there think that online church is just as good as gathering and I hate to tell you newsflash it's not. And if you want to cut me off right here, that's fine, but I love you anyway. And I'm only telling you this because I love you. But watching online church service is not good enough. You need a battle buddy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Believers build up believers. Yeah. And we it is essential. It is needed. Um, pull up that text that Quinn sent us the other day, please. Um, 
and I want you to read it in just a minute, but um, we cannot be caught slouching. And when I say, like I said, when, when I say slouching, I'm talking about not daily being in our word. And I'm guilty as anybody else. You get busy. Um, Wednesday night, Pastor taught an amazing teaching on um, Lifetime. And about how much it's, it's not just about giving your money. It's about, it's about giving your life. Did you find that text? Mm-hmm. It's, okay. um, it says, don't devalue the gathering because once you begin to do that, you begin to devalue the God who made the gathering. Mm. <laughs> See, and that and that's what people don't understand is that and I, and I know I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent here but but you it is vitally important that not only are we gathering but we're we're building each other up that's why life groups are so important that's yeah. why um relationships that you build even um it, even with other believers, even outside of just gathering, you need to have that relationship with other believers that can hold you accountable. And, and, and was it Proverbs 27, 17? Yep. Iron sharpens iron. <laughs> I was just sitting here thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because if we don't, then we get in a slouchy mentality yeah. and then we start, um, running and hiding and feeling sorry for ourselves. And yeah. I'm just being honest with y'all. That's just not, it's not going to cut it yeah. because the enemy is going to capitalize on that. And he's going to wedge himself in anywhere he possibly can. Yeah. And this, this makes me think of, of something that pastor told us the other day. We all need a Paul in our life. Mm -hmm. a Barnabas mm -hmm. and a Timothy. Yeah. Cause we need that Paul, someone that we look up to mm -hmm. someone that can guide us. That's good. We need a Barnabas that's on our equal playing field mm -hmm. that can help hold us accountable. Yeah. Sharpening one another. Right. And then we need a Timothy that we are reaching for mm. and trying to pull up to our level. That's so good. We all need that. And if we sitting at home and, and I'm finna hit them toes, if you sitting at home watching Facebook, mm -hmm. you're not going to get that same thing sitting at home. You're yeah. not going to find your Paul, your Barnabas and your Timothy sitting at home. Yeah. It's so true. And, and if, you know, I'm not discouraging you from watching online church. I'm not discouraging you from, from listening to podcasts, but that should not be, that shouldn't be your your sole primary way mm -hmm. of getting the word. No, you first of all, you should be getting the word on your own. Yeah, I was just about to say. And I heard Joyce Meyer say it so clearly one time, and it was awesome the way she said it. But she was doing a teaching, and I don't even remember what the teaching was on. But I remember this line clearly. She said, "Don't let my teaching." Be the only words you hear yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Not the week, throughout the day. <laughs> the day. Because let's be honest, y'all. When we, going back to the whole life tithe thing, 
when tithe it means tenth. And we, we always equate it to our money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. Everything we have is already God's. Mm-hmm. Everything. Not just our money. Not just our possessions. Our whole life. It's already God's. He gave it to us to use. Why are we not willing to give him just a tenth of it? I mean, look, I'm not going to get off on the teaching because it's, 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 it's too good. You need to go check it out yourself, um, on Facebook, but I'm telling you y'all, it is so important that, because again, when we get out of that practice and I'm so guilty of it, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I, I was quote unquote in air quotes too busy and filled my day with everything else. And I felt it all week. Yeah. I was, I was, I felt defeated all week. I felt attacked all week. Every time I turned around, something else was going wrong. Um, another bill came due that the money wasn't in the account to pay or, um, a situation would come up here, there and everywhere, personally, work, spiritually, whatever. And I felt defeated all week long, but it was because I wasn't doing warfare on my part. Yeah. And I'm just being honest and real with you. I'm not sitting here with my halo spinning mm. on my horns, acting like I'm doing everything perfect. Cause I can assure you I'm not. Oh yeah. I have my own faults as well, but I can tell you from personal experience when I'm in my word and when I'm taking time to pray, I'm telling you, I feel a difference. And I know there's so many people out there that say, well, I'm not a morning person. I can't get up early, blah, 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 blah. Neither am I. I get it. But I'm telling you, if you will start your day off, even if it's not a very long time, even if that's not your majority of your time with the Lord, but if you will take just a little bit of time, maybe on your way to work or whatever, and you will take that time and put him first, your day will be completely different mm-hmm. because you take on an offensive position. Yep. You're not slouching. You're not feeling sorry for yourself because no soldier can be effective, huddled up in a corner, feeling sorry for themselves, afraid of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible says to renew our minds daily. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that isn't daily by the end of the night because then what's the point in renewing your mind that day? If right. The over. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, and again, you don't, it, people think that if they get up in the morning and spend time with God, that they've got to spend hours. That's not it. No. Get up in the morning. I mean, shoot, you can do it while you're in the shower. Mm-hmm. You can do it while you're doing your hair. You can do it while you're putting on your makeup. You can do it, which is when I do it a lot of times. Um, You can, I mean, y'all, if you can't find time to do it, you're just making an excuse. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. I mean, if you really want to do something, you'll make time for Mm -hmm. it. And like Connor said, if you wait to the end of the day, your whole day is over by then. Start it out right. 
Again, it doesn't have to be hours upon hours, but take an offensive action at the beginning of your day and don't slouch and cower in a corner somewhere and let the enemy have your day. It's got to be intentional. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely has to be intentional. There's no doubt about it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the After Amen podcast. We would like to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram at After Amen Podcast, or you can send us an email at afteramenpodcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Thanks for joining us.